0: There are more than 30 objects on the moon named after Jesuits. Jesuits mapped the moon. A Jesuit was one of the founders of modern astrophysics. And four Jesuits in history, including Ignatius of Loyola, have had asteroids named after them. Vatican astronomers Brother Guy Consolmagno and Father George Coyne are the two living men with this distinction. This is Becoming Wise an inquiry into the mystery and art of living. I'm Krista Tippett. I'd like to hear from both of you about how your take on life, which is very much informed by your science, how that resonates with Catholic theology and tradition in particular. I think...
1: um It's exciting to be ignorant, and I think our ignorance in pursuing science has something to do with this whole idea of the uncertainties involved in a relationship of love with God that I call faith. I'll give you a story, which uh, very quickly, which says better um, than kind of talking philosophically about this. I um, gave a paper at a scientific meeting on the uncertainties in our determination of the age of the universe. There are several methods we use for determining the age of the universe, and there are a degree of uncertainty involved with each of them. Well, whenever I give a... I'm at a scientific conference or so. I'm not dressed as a priest uh, because it just... Why? You know, it just confuses things. But I had just given a talk in a church or something. I didn't... So, I gave this talk and I was wearing my Roman collar. So, a gentleman stood up, you know, discussion period, question period. And the first thing he said, he, he said, Father... And I trembled at the thought that he had first of all called me father, but then he proceeded to build upon that. And he said, Father, it must be wonderful that, you know, with all the uncertainties we have in our scientific pursuits, that you have this faith, this right. rock right. of faith to stand upon. So what I did is <clears throat> I took off my Roman collar. And faced him down and said, who told you that my faith was kind of a rock upon? I said, every morning I wake up, I I have my doubts. I have my uncertainties. I have to struggle to help my faith grow because faith is love. Love in marriage, love in, you know, with friends, love brothers and sisters is not something that's there once and for all and always kind of a rock that gives us support. And so what I want to say is ignorance in doing science creates the excitement of doing science. Mm-hmm. And anyone mm-hmm. who does it knows that discoveries lead to a further ignorance the more you know, the more you know you don't know.
0: And and you feel the same way, that that's true oh, well, with faith as well.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I keep going back to this wonderful phrase that Anne Lamott came out with uh, a few years ago. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is certainty. If you're sure about something, then you don't need faith. That's oh, yeah. when you have the doubts right, right. That, that faith kicks in. And that's true in science as well as anything else. Didn't you she know, also Georgia's- say faith
0: is a verb, not a noun?
2: Oh, very good, yes. <laughs> right. But, but but what George is saying about the, the joy of ignorance, uh, this is, of course, an old tradition that goes back, well, Socrates himself, you know, he says, I'm the wiser than everyone else because I know I don't know. And uh, Nicholas of Cusa, who wrote about extraterrestrial beings in the 14th century, mm. did so in a book that basically is the book of ignorance is, is one way of translating the title.
1: Really? Now, I mean, we have examples of it in science down through history, but take just in most recent times, the past two decades, okay? We knew the universe was expanding. We marveled at the fact that it was expanding at just such a rate that it was on the borderline of expanding forever or collapsing, Okay? Right on the borderline. Right. Now, that itself is a marvel of all the possibilities expanding so fast at the beginning that nothing could come to be. There could be no self-gravity, so the galaxies and stars formed, or expanding so slowly that it collapsed in upon itself almost as soon as it began to expand. Of all those possibilities, it was right on the edge. So we were delighted with that and marveled at that. We now know very well that the universe is not only expanding, but it's accelerating in its expansion. I mean, it challenges gravity, which is very fundamental to all of our understanding, always has been since Newton.
0: But I think you're saying that ignorance, in this sense, is something to take delight in.
1: Educated
2: ignorance. The awareness Mm -hmm. that we don't know. Right, right. You know, if we had all the answers, boy, we would have nothing left to do. It would be a a terrible universe. When I was a little kid, nine years old, I remember a rainy Sunday afternoon, and you couldn't go out to play, and you're stuck in the house, and my mom came out with a deck of cards and dealt them out, and we played rummy together. Now, my mom can beat me in cards because I'm nine years old. That wasn't the point of the game. The point of the game was this was her way, of telling me she loved me in a way that she couldn't just say, you know, son, I love you because I'm nine years old. I'm going to squirm and go, oh, mom, and run away. (laughs) In a way, being able to do science and come to an intimate knowledge of creation is God's way of playing with us. (laughs) And it's that kind of play that is one way that God tells us how he loves us. So... Is it invented? It's as invented as the card game. Hmm. But is it an act of love? It's as much an act of love as the card game.
1: I like that. Playing games with God, yeah, or God playing games with us. That's true. Made a universe that has that fascinating attraction about it, which doing science to me is a search for God, and I'll never have the final answers because the universe participates in the mystery of God. If we knew it all, I'd sit under the palm tree with my gin and tonic and just let the world go by. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing to do every now and then. <laughs> well, every now and
0: then, but it get kind of boring. Brother Guy Consolmagno takes on queries about the intersection of faith and science in the book would you baptize an extraterrestrial? And other questions from the astronomer's inbox at the Vatican Observatory. On Being is supported in
2: part by Penguin Press, publishers of the New York Times best selling book by Krista Tippett, Becoming Wise An Inquiry into the Mystery and Art of Living. Maria Popova hails Becoming Wise as a tremendously vitalizing read touching on every significant aspect of human life with great gentleness and a firm grasp of human goodness. Available now wherever books are sold.